Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Kevin McCarthy's strategy to try and resurrect his speaker bid. Number two, the dynamics to watch. If not Kevin, then who? And number three, Mitch McConnell heads to Kentucky with who other than President Joe Biden. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Wow, what a day yesterday. Uh, Very disappointing for Kevin McCarthy. Of course, we talked a lot about this yesterday, but his longtime effort to uh, become the next speaker for House Republicans denied three times. Uh, Pretty stunning change of uh, political, uh, you know, pop. I don't, I don't even know what to go here. I'm, I'm, I'm losing words. I'll, I'll let you take it from here just in terms of a, a stunning defeat. Uh, that is for sure. Yeah. Uh, he thrice lost on thrice. the House floor. Um, so let's stop and put this in, in context for a minute. We've never had we haven't had multiple ballots in more than a century. Now we have we've had three ballots yesterday. Um, so, OK, let's just again lay out where we are. He started with 19 dissenters. Now he's at 20 dissenters. He lost Byron Donalds, who was backing him, and um, is uh, uh, back Jim Jordan. I mean, most of the people switched from Andy Biggs, who never had a chance to become speaker, to Jim Jordan, who has an outside chance to become speaker. Although Jordan is vehemently and 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 vibrantly backing McCarthy right now. So. He, there's we what we said yesterday in the PM edition, and this holds true, is that McCarthy has two choices here. He could drop out, <laughs> or he could find a deal. Like the current approach is not working. He thought he could grind these people down, and um, he can't. If anything, so, they seem emboldened. I mean, I feel like they are kind of the, the the in a way that, you know, it's not as if they're wavering the third vote. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Right. I mean, you had Chip Roy going on Fox News. I mean, these people are feeling like they're they're digging in less than he's actually gaining momentum. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I think that I think that they are emboldened. They do feel like it is a. um they do feel like they have some momentum, and and they do. I mean, they do have some momentum. Um, and this group is being led by Chip Roy, Matt Gates, and Scott Perry. So Gates and Perry are are not in play. I don't think. I mean, I, I I personally don't think so. You know, they all say it's not personal. It is slightly personal. I mean, it it, it it's only you could only believe it's not personal if you just showed up yesterday in the Capitol and were like, oh, these dudes are opposing McCarthy. But they say it's not personal. It is personal. Gates hates McCarthy. He's hated him forever. Perry has opposed him for years. Um, you know, dating back to the Mark Meadows Freedom Caucus days. So I, who, so, uh, that's interesting that they say it's not personal. Who cares what they say at this point, to be honest with you? It is personal. So what McCarthy has done is he has enlisted emissaries to try to talk to this group and to the broader Republican conference about what's possible. He has Patrick McHenry, uh, the incoming chair of the Financial Services Committee, French Hill of Arkansas, a respected member of the Financial Services Committee who's been around for a little bit, Garrett Graves, um, also a close McCarthy ally with ties to the right, Brian Fitzpatrick, a moderate who needs to, um, who needs, you know, uh, he needs to be on board. And, Guy Reschenthaler, 
who is a um, going to be the chief deputy whip to Tom Emmer in this next Congress. So basically, we caught up with McHenry. I talked to a bunch of these uh, folks in over the last, you know, over the last couple of weeks, frankly, but also in the last, you know, several hours. And their whole thing is they need to socialize the conservatives' demand demands and kind of explain what they mean to the broader Republican conference. Um, you know, McHenry makes the point, and by the way, I'm not sure a deal is possible here. I'm not. I don't. I, I mean, I think it's 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 totally it's totally um, uh, possible they do not come to an agreement, uh, and McCarthy needs to drop out or something else needs to happen. McHenry made a point, though. He said, in a legislative institution, all the gifts of the institution are available when you have a moment like this. Basically, what he's saying is, like, McCarthy could do a lot here. Like, he can. He could He could make a lot of con- – he's already made a hell of a lot of concessions. He I mean, can make- he's made a lot of concessions. It's not as if there's – like, he hasn't done this, though. I mean, the problem for these for them is they keep moving the goalposts, right? I mean, what, what's he going to do? Have every single Freedom Caucus member a committee chairmanship? Yeah, no, he can't do that. I mean, these, these people on the right, as they always do, want to be placed in positions of power. They can't win positions of power because they're not that – popular these are not popular people for the most part these are these are outcasts in the house republican conference people should understand that these are not people for whom no one wants to do favors for these people this group is broadly unpopular doesn't mean no one likes them someone likes everybody anna that's the thing about this world we all all (laughs) they might like each other jake maybe they i mean they don't Uh, they actually don't even like each other but they're all they're all they have friends. I'm confident of that. Um, be sad if they didn't. Friends are so nice. Um, but, you know, the key right now is, um, broadly speaking, to thread the needle between the conservatives demand demands and the rest of the Republican conference. And, and that's a really tall task. It certainly is. All right, let's talk about the number two story of the morning, which threads very uh, nicely into this uh, whole discussion, which is what needs to happen today. So I think number one, as we when I kind of were texting even yesterday about this, like he needs some momentum. Like Kevin McCarthy, you're going to gavel back in at noon. If there is no progress at some point, you know, that I think it really I was getting texts yesterday, last night about people saying like, you know, I, you know, he not only did he lose three times, he lost a vote at the end. You know, he, he, he was losing momentum. And so that's the big question. How can he get some momentum? And I think, too, like, how much time does he have, right? The, the clock is ticking here in, in a way that is not working in McCarthy's favor. So let's talk about the need for Mo. They need some momentum. The like, need for Mo. <laughs> you know, so here's here's the thing. Last night, Republicans had a, here's just a sign of, you know, something that I, I think we should all be aware of. Republicans had a grab and go pizza and salad night, which was canceled. How much did that salad and pizza, the lack of salad and pizza, play into the standoff you know what i mean like i mean i would be upset i mean dude who doesn't like pizza you, you like chicken sandwiches i like pizza oh i love pizza go. i mean <laughs> i dude became, quickly becoming a food podcast i love pizza i don't all right all i don't right. eat it during the <laughs> week on. but on the weekends i stuff my face with some good pizza so listen the house will gavel in at noon um 
since there are no rules, and it's actually interesting, Anna, only nerds would know this, but if you watch the thing, the the speaker vote on TV, usually the house controls the cameras in the chamber, and they're only allowed to show shots of the two people speaking at the tables uh, and the speaker, uh, whoever's in the chair. There's no rules right now because the house is not even there are no rules in the house. So there's cutaway shots. There's cameras everywhere, which is awesome because that's how it should be anyway. But um, And you saw some interesting things, dynamics yeah, there yesterday. Saw, AOC know, an, talking to Gosar. I mean, it was really, it was pretty interesting to watch. Yes, it was very interesting to watch. And I think I could even bring a Diet Coke in the chamber and I'm going to hope no one arrests me. But if they can't, if they've, McCarthy needs to show momentum. If they have no progress toward this toward something they're going to try to adjourn again maybe until until thursday <laughs> um uh they need a they need unanimous consent or they need a vote of 218 i think they'll get it if they're trying to get an agreement democrats have been broadly cooperative they don't want to sit on the floor all day who the hell wants to do that so how much time has mccarthy bought himself not much needs to um needs to you know needs momentum today he needs to flip 11 votes and get at least get the other nine dissenters to vote present to win the speakership if they're at full attendance as we as we as we tick on here full attendance is going to be harder and harder to maintain uh other dynamic can mccarthy split the right a house is a coalition body you got to split people not easy very difficult just want to touch on two more leadership things quickly scalise and jordan steve scalise and jim jordan these are two of the leading candidates to be speaker if McCarthy cannot become speaker, uh, aside from a unity speaker or some sort of compromise candidate with the middle. They they got to stand still, but it's going to be interesting to watch them over the next three days or if next several days. Who knows if it's three or 100? But how about majority leader? Um, if, if Scalise moves up and uh, McCarthy is out, Watch Tom Emmer, Lee Stefanik, and Richard Hudson. Um, I think they will be making some moves. Going to be very interesting. To your point, everybody is just waiting to see what McCarthy does, if he can actually get the votes, because if, it, if he can't, that puts everybody in play in a very, very different uh, way than, and, and, and kind of scrambles the decks here. Let's move really quickly to the uh, number three story we are talking about this morning. Our own Andrew Desiderio, who covers Senate. The Senate for us has an item this morning in Punchbowl News AM about Infrastructure Week. Uh, remember that? The infrastructure year that happened? Well, uh of course, we have Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, joining President Joe Biden in Kentucky to tout infrastructure funding. Um, it's just an interesting split screen, if nothing else, about how you have, uh, you know, Republicans in the House infighting more than ever, and you have McConnell looking uh, to have a uh, have a photo op with uh, President Biden in his home state. Uh, of course, McConnell played a major role in stifling many of Biden's legislative priorities uh, during the first two years of his uh, first term. Uh, but this is one thing that they worked on and going to be interesting just to just again, just to see, you know, where you have the Senate Republicans are versus where you have House Republicans. You know, McConnell's big thing is I don't, I'm going to screw this up. So Team McConnell, please text me or email me if I'm and tell me I'm wrong. But McConnell says he wants to do things between the 40 yard lines um, in in divided government. That's things that enjoy um, the support, you know, non-controversial things that enjoy the support of the majority of Americans, basically. 
Um, that's what they're trying to tout here. The infrastructure law, which passed on a bipartisan majority uh, in the in the Senate, for sure, uh, in, a, in a pretty, a pretty um, not stunning way, but a pretty bold way. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, this is a, I mean, I, I didn't have this on my bingo card for January 4th, but here we, here we are. Um, you can't make it up. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about the daily punch. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News and our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.